morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Wherever you are in your day, thank you for spending this time with me. Welcome to Detour Insights, where together we'll embark on a journey of self-discovery and growth. I'm your host, Angie Childers. Let's get going. Accepting responsibility for your healing and happiness is incredibly difficult, but it is the only path available to us that can lead to inner peace, mental clarity, and sustainable happiness. If you believe that every moment of tension in your mind is always someone else's fault, then it will be difficult to feel substantial happiness or real peace. The ocean of life will push you here and there until you raise your sails and navigate through the waters that try to hold you back. There are undoubtedly hard moments in life, but the movements of your mind do not have to remain unconscious. That is a quote from Young Pueblo in his book, Lighter. That's a book that I'm currently reading. And so far, I am a little over halfway through it, and I am loving it. It is um, his story of inner healing. And if you are looking for a book on inner healing that is um, very simple, very to the point, and isn't very long, then I highly recommend his book. It is really good. So good morning, beautiful people. I'm going to say good morning. I don't know what time of day it is where you are, but it is definitely morning for me. I hope you are having a wonderful week. I am in an area of the country right now that is starting to get colder and leaves are changing. And I'm not a fan of cold weather typically. Um, This is typically the time of year I choose to hibernate. However, the last few years, I have tried to find more enjoyment in this time of year because whether I like it or not, it's coming. The cold weather is coming. So I want to find ways for this time of year to still be full of peace and joy for me and not just a time that I dread and trying to get through and survive. So some of the things that I am choosing to enjoy this time of year is, of course, our fireplace. When we bought this house, that was um, one of the things I was looking for in a house was a fireplace, but I wanted one with that burnt real wood, Um, not against the gas ones. Actually, this one is actually set up to be able to use it for gas. I think the people before us used it that way. I love just a good wood burning fireplace and this this has that this house has that and so I love cozying up with a blanket and my coffee near the fireplace I love reading or listening to a good book um and I love the way the light comes through my living room this time of year especially certain times of the day um has been really nice and I love sweatshirts I tend to wear them year round Um, through the summer, it's mostly in the house because we keep the house so cold, but I get to wear more sweatshirts through this time of year because I get to wear them when I'm going places. And so I love wearing my sweatshirts and who doesn't love the colors of the leaves when they change. So we all love that. I'm hoping to get to go to the mountains here pretty soon, um, before they all 
turn the same color again. I'm hoping to get to go see all the different lovely colors. So sometimes I help clients with issues that are out of their control, kind of like the weather is for me. So the weather is not something I can control. I can absolutely choose how I respond to the weather. I can absolutely choose whether or not to continue to find joy during this time of year. And I help a lot of clients with issues that are out of their control. And I help them take back their power and learn to focus on what is in their control. So I want to talk to you today about one of those issues. I doubt that there's anyone listening that has not been hurt by someone. More than likely, it's by someone that you love and care about very much. And depending on the relationship and the level of betrayal, that pain can go very deep. And that kind of trauma can leave you feeling like a victim. It can leave you feeling powerless and emotionally injured. When you have found yourself a victim of another person's actions, of course, their actions were completely out of your control. But now you are faced with pain and probably choices that you otherwise would have never faced had it not been for what they did. You probably find yourself wanting to make them or wanting them to make it right, wanting them to take ownership, wanting them to apologize to you. You want answers to all your whys about their actions. Why did they do what they did? Did they not think about how it was going to affect people in their life? And I'm sure you want them to know and understand the pain that they've caused you. And you may even want to see them in the same kind of pain and suffering the same kind of consequences, at least suffering the consequences of their own actions. And sometimes we just don't get to see that. These are all normal responses to when someone causes you pain. If you've reached out to me for coaching, then this is highly likely that you are not getting any of those things from the other person because you're looking for a way to heal. You're not finding it through what you wish they would do to help fix this issue. And so now you've reached out to me for coaching. And the first thing that I'm going to tell you is you are never going to get from them what you need to heal. Okay? So what do you do now? How can you heal, move forward, if they aren't willing to make it right? They made you the victim. They are the ones responsible for making you a victor, right? So saying that out loud, it can even sound weird. We absolutely want to blame them for making us a victim. But that sounds strange, someone else having the power to make us a victor. And even though that's not exactly how we typically word it, that is exactly our expectation. And, and it's a normal expectation. So I want to emphasize that. It is a normal expectation. We don't think of it in those terms of what we're wanting from them, the apologies, the ownership, the things that we want from them is really in turn, supposed to make us feel more victorious. It's supposed to no longer 
is supposed to get us out of that place of feeling like a victim. But by wanting all those things that we mentioned earlier from those pe- from the person who hurt you, you are saying that they are the ones with the power to heal you. I do believe I could ask you this question and you would know the answer without me telling you. So I'm going to ask it. Who is responsible for your healing? Who is responsible for transforming you from a victim to a victor? I tried to say that with emphasis just so that it comes through clearly. And then it made it sound like I was saying a person's name. But who is responsible for healing you? Who is responsible for transforming you from being a victim to being victorious? You are. So I want to share a story with you. I wrote some of this, but I'm going to be completely honest with you. I used um, an AI to help spice up the wording. I am not a story writer. But I have these stories in my head sometimes that I think really help tell the story or get the point across that I'm trying to get across. But I am not great at the um, exaggerated words that really help, you know, make a story great. And so I used an AI to help bring in some of those words. But I want you to just listen to the story and kind of put yourself in the shoes of this person in the story, and let's just see where it takes us. As the sun dipped below the horizon, casting the world into a twilight shroud, Jake found himself in a situation he never imagined. Alone, on a sailboat, in the middle of a vast ocean, he had been taken there against his will, left to face the formidable storm that brewed on the horizon. The boat creaked and swayed, and fear gnawed at his heart. He had joined a crew going on an ocean adventure, but realized he had been deceived when they abandoned him on a sailboat with only a compass in the heart of the vast, dark expanse where there was no land in sight. The first raindrops began to fall and Jake's pulse quickened. He had some sailboat experience, but no experience with the open sea, let alone navigating through a storm. But there was no one to turn to for help. No savior on the horizon. He was angry and afraid. Why was he abandoned by these people that he thought he knew well enough to trust? Was this a joke to them? He wanted answers, and he wanted them to do the right thing and come back for him. Jake had to release his expectations of answers or being rescued. He was alone. And his only true chance for survival was to be his own hero. With only the compass to help him know his steering in the right direction, he set his sights on getting to the other side of the approaching storm. The winds picked up and the waves grew tall each one threatening to capsize his small boat. 
Jake struggled to secure himself to the deck, his fingers trembling as he pulled on his rain-soaked jacket. Lightning streaked across the sky, casting eerie shadows on the angry sea. His mind raced, recalling every scrap of knowledge he had about sailing. He needed to reduce the sail's surface area to prevent the boat from being overwhelmed by the wind. Clinging to the mast, he wrestled with the sail, fumbling with the ropes in the darkness. The boat rocked dangerously, but he managed to lower the sail just in time. With the sail secure, Jake turned his attention to the wheel, trying to keep the boat steady as it danced on the monstrous waves. The rain poured in torrents, blurring his vision, and deafening thunder left his ears ringing. Hours passed, or maybe it was only minutes. Time became an abstract concept in the turmoil of the storm. But Jake couldn't afford to lose track. He had to stay focused, to keep the boat afloat. His fear began to dissipate, replaced by a sheer determination to survive. The storm raged on and Jake battled the elements like a lone warrior. He steered the boat, rode the waves, and found the strength within to carry on. At times, he felt an overwhelming despair, but his love for the ocean and his desire to return to the life he knew fueled his resolve. Finally, after what felt like an eternity, the storm began to relent. The wind subsided and the sea grew calm. Jake's body ached, his clothes were drenched, and he was utterly exhausted. But he made it through the tempest. He had been his own hero against all odds. With a sigh of relief, he allowed himself a small smile. The sun broke through the clouds, painting the world with hues of orange and pink. And in the distance, a bird soared above the water, a symbol of hope and freedom. Jake knew he still had a long way to go before reaching land, but he also knew he could handle whatever challenges lay ahead. With renewed determination, he set his course and continued his solitary journey through the vast open sea. Alone, he had faced the storm and alone, he had emerged victorious. Jake had discovered a hero within himself that he never knew existed, a strength that could weather any storm, no matter how formidable. Wow. So even though I <laughs> wrote this story, and so therefore I knew the story. I've read it a couple times to prepare for this. Reading it to you and thinking about it in the context of life and the battles that we face, I kept getting choked up. So I um, I hope that it spoke to you and I hope that you found encouragement and recognize that you too have strength within you. Like everything that you need, everything that you need to be your own hero is inside you. So 
when someone has wronged you, the only way that you can heal is looking within. Nothing and no one external can do that. Everything you need to heal, to move forward, you already have. As a coach, I can't heal you. I can help be a compass that helps guide you in the right direction. But you have to secure your own sail. You must fight the storm and find your peace on the other side. So, again, what does this look like in the real world? What does it mean to find your own healing? So it means a few things. And some of it is things that we typically if we stay on a subconscious level, we tend to avoid. So first, it can mean we need to become more self-aware. We need to be aware of where we may be sabotaging, self-sabotaging our own self within our conversations with ourselves. So I've talked about self-talk before. I'm going to continue to talk about self-talk. It is so huge. Where are your thoughts feeding your hurt? So I want to say that again because I think that self-talk happens most of the time on a subconscious level until we start taking time to choose to be more aware of it. And so some of the things that you're not even aware you're thinking to yourself throughout the day, you're not really paying attention, are feeding your hurt and feeding your pain and helping it to become stronger. So we've got we've to look out for that. It also means recognizing that even though you did not choose to be in these circumstances, it is now your responsibility to move out of those circumstances. It is not fair. It is not a burden that you should have to carry to remove yourself from something you didn't put yourself into. But it doesn't change the fact that no one else can move you out of it. It is your responsibility to get yourself back out of that situation. It means recognizing that no matter the level of betrayal, and I know this one may ruffle some feathers because we tend to, but my pain is bigger than what you're talking about. You don't know what they did to me. You don't know how devastating it is. You don't know what it took from me. You know, it wasn't just somebody saying something hurtful. You don't know the, the, this huge thing that happened that I just cannot get past. I can't, I can't do what you're asking me to do. But I'm telling you, if you want healing, if you want to move forward, no matter the level of betrayal, the path to healing is the same. It doesn't change based on the level of pain they caused you. 
It may be a steeper climb. It may be a longer journey. But the path is still the same path that you have to take. It still comes from within. It also means recognizing where your subconscious is in control and where you need to start making conscious choices to choose healing over and over. This is not a one-time fix. This isn't you're hurting one day, you choose healing, and tomorrow everything is fine. You will have to choose healing over and over. It means accepting that you may need to choose joy in the midst of feeling angry. And you may need to choose forgiveness in the midst of feeling resentment. You may need to choose to love in the midst of feeling hate. And you may need to choose to want to see them healed in the midst of wanting retribution. I have not walked your exact path. I've walked through my own path of healing for various circumstances in my life, but I have not walked your exact path. I don't claim to. And you may want to come back at me with, you haven't walked in my shoes. You just don't understand what you're asking. You're asking me to love this person who did this horrific thing to me. You're asking me when I envision seeing them in the same pain I'm in, that now I'm supposed to want to see them healed. I'm supposed to want to see them rise to be a better person. How is that fair? It's not. But it's also not about them. It's about you. This is about what it's going to take to heal you. And if that's your goal, if that's what you want, this is the path. I know you want to tell me I don't understand what I'm asking of you. I do. You want to say it's easy for me to sit here on the other side of this microphone and expect you to love someone that you hate, someone that hurt you. I don't feel your exact pain, and I know I'm asking a lot. I am asking you to possibly do one of the hardest things you have ever done. But it doesn't change that it is the only path to healing. I want to leave you with one more illustration, and this is not necessarily on a lighter note, but I'm a Jurassic Park fan, um, so I am going to incorporate a T-Rex here. I tried to come up with something else, but the T-Rex just kept coming to mind. But I promise there's a point to make, okay? So let's say that you're being chased by a T-Rex or by some monster, whatever monster you want, and you come to a cliff. And the only way to safety is to cross this old, rickety, wooden bridge that's barely connected to the cliff sides. It's got holes all throughout. It's hanging. There's not railing all the way across. It's scary. You have to somehow cross that bridge and then cut it and destroy it from the other side so that the T-Rex, the, the monster, can't follow you. Crossing that bridge 
is absolutely terrifying. You may get injured going across it. I'm on the other side screaming for you to come across. I didn't have to cross the bridge. I was already over there. And all you could think is, you didn't even have to cross the bridge. How dare you expect me to cross it? This is too too much. But at this point, the monster is closing in. You only have two options. Stay and be devoured. Or start crossing that bridge. How hard it's going to be doesn't change the fact that it is the only path to safety. The fact that I never had to cross the bridge still does not change the fact that it is the only path to safety. I I wish there was a nicer, more convenient way, a less painful way to get away from the source of your pain. I know you wish there was an easier way to get around your storms. I'm not going to sugarcoat what you're facing. It will be hard. It will be painful. And it will probably be a very long journey. But it is also so worth it. The peace that you find on the other side is like none you have yet to experience. The strength that you discover you have inside you right now will carry you through so many more struggles. And the power that you gain by healing yourself and letting go of all expectations that the source of your pain can fix this for you will liberate you from ever being a victim again. You will be hurt again by people that you care about, but you will know that you and you alone have the power to heal you. And that means you never give anyone else that kind of power over you again. Well, friends, that one went a little longer than some of my episodes, but I think that it was a very important message. I know that recording it was very emotional for me and kind of left me feeling like I wished you were in front of me so that I could give you a big hug once we're done talking. But I hope that it spoke to you. I hope that you gained something from today's episode. And as always, if you find yourself needing a compass, if you find yourself just needing someone to sit with you on part of your journey of healing, to help you, to guide you, to hold your hand, to give you that hug after a difficult day of surviving, I'll be right here.